Hi everyone, my name is Charmaine and I'm the dietitian that helps people reverse type 2 diabetes with plant-based eating and I have Galia with me today. Hi everyone. Awesome and we are so excited to record another podcast for you guys and this week we are talking about the complications of diabetes and mostly on how we can reduce the risks of these complications and even reverse some of them as well. So I'm very excited about this because I think what our mission here in helping people reverse diabetes is really to deliver hope for people, not to instill fear in people. So we really wanted this podcast to be able to instill hope in you, even though complications of diabetes can be really scary. We do want to show you what are the scientific evidence that can really, um, you know, help us know okay what kind of eating lifestyle can reduce these risks and complications so very excited to speak about this and galia uh, wanted to know why you're interested in speaking about this as well yeah so this idea for this podcast actually came from a conversation with uh, you know a client who's in the program with us in a conversation that we were having she felt a lot of hope by having that reassurance of you know, any kind of change towards having a more plant-based lifestyle was gonna have a positive impact on her body, right? And I think a lot of the time there is, when you have that fear of those complications, it can feel like a lot of pressure. And a lot of the time that kind of lends itself to you sometimes feeling like you're not doing enough, right? And being really self-critical and, and getting down on yourself. And so her learning about how even small changes in, you know, her eating patterns, moving towards being more plant-based progressively um, was a positive change, right? And it really stopped. The more she learned about, you know, the kind of science in how a plant-based diet can help her, right? The less critical she felt about feeling like she had to be 100% compliant because she knew the evidence behind even small changes are going to, you know, have a positive impact. So I think, you know, this is really for her. <laughs> she really wanted more information and she felt like, um, you know, us doing this was going to be really helpful for other people out there as well. So this is kind of shout out to her. Hopefully she's listening to this as well. <laughs> um, and yeah, you know, hopefully we can pass on, like Charmaine said, that hope to you guys um, and have you feel reassured on, you know, any change, even if you think it's a small change, it's going to have a you know positive impact um, for you and in your life. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I want to touch a little bit on that and, you know, how it's you don't have to do 100 percent plant based to really see results in this. And um, I know you quoted some studies earlier in our, our discussion about this. And would you like to share with everyone um, what the studies show and, you know, how when you progressively go towards more of a whole and processed plant-based lifestyle, how it helps people in reducing risk of complications? Yeah, ab absolutely. So like one of the um, biggest studies, so like all of the information that we're talking about today, I got from like one large research paper. So they're quoting multiple different studies, uh, different like series of meta-analyses. So there's so much valuable information in this study. And if you guys are interested in it, you can always reach out to us and I can send you the, the whole paper if you guys <laughs> want. Um, but one of the biggest studies that kind of looks at 
you know, uh, reduction in risk in a stepwise fashion as you move towards adopting more plant-based nutrition. And this study is the Adventist Health Study 2, and it looks at 61,000 people, right? So this is a huge study. Um, and what they found is that as you move towards adopting a completely plant-based diet obviously not everyone is going to want to do that right but this is what we're saying about even those small changes right are going to have a positive income at reducing your risk so we see risk drop down massively um to 2.9 percent um in people who are completely plant-based right um but even somebody who's uh, lacto over vegetarian so people who still have eggs and and dairy right they have a 3.2 percent risk so you can still have that flexibility right if you're someone who enjoys cheese i'm someone who enjoys cheese right you can have flexible meals on the weekend that have some dairy in there right and you're still you know, working towards reducing your risk. And so I think this really provides a lot of hope for people to know that you can gradually transition. It doesn't have to be like an overnight change, um, you know, for you to work towards reducing risk of complications and, and ultimately reversing your diabetes as well. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, just to be transparent with everyone, I know when I say a plant-based diet, people will think like, Oh, you're trying to make me go vegan or you're trying to make mm -hmm. me go, you know, without meat. And I would just like to say this here and I actually, you know, have said this in a TikTok video. I've said this to my client that, you know, I'm not, I, I don't call myself a vegan because you know what? Like I do have meat like once in a while, you know, for example, um, on my birthday, I had ham and cheese in Spain because, you know, I heard it's really good and I had it, I enjoyed it. And I really want people to know that this is not about, you know, not eating animal products or, you know, it's really about actually changing your lifestyle where it is conducive to your insulin sensitivity, where it's conducive to your heart health, to your renal health, to, you know, every area of your health. And it's also really about having balance too. So that's definitely something I really want people to understand. And when talking about complications, we all know that, you know, if you have worse um, you know, indicators, for example, like blood sugar or A1C, it increases your chances of getting these diabetic complications, right? Um, so a lot of times doctors, you know, protocol to help people reduce risks uh, of, of complications is to give diabetic uh, medications. Um, even if someone just has prediabetes or even if someone just has PCOS, um, if they have insulin resistance, even though their A1C is not high yet, I know doctors, you know, protocols to give metformin right away. Um, and so we, we see that a lot, but I'm just curious on your thoughts, Galia, on why just controlling these indicators is not enough in preventing diabetic complications. Right. I, I think that's a really good question. And it's, it's really valuable to kind of speak about that with people and elaborate on that. So like in terms of how complications arise um you know diabetes complications arise very gradually um and at a baseline are attributed to uh glycemic variability and chronic inflammation right and so the the issue with just relying on medication is that it's it, it kind of can feel like uh for lack of better 
you know, articulation, it can kind of feel like an endless battle, right? Because you're not addressing uh, the, the root causes. You're not addressing the issue at, at its base. Um, and so because lifestyle uh, modification, changes in lifestyle are not suggested or implemented, it, it just becomes this story of, progressively more and more medication being added and it being harder to actually have uh, you know a a1c that's in range right and uh, low glycemic variability so what I mean by glycemic variability is those ups and downs right and typically the more medication you have factored in the more difficult mm -hmm. it is to have that kind of stability and that's what really um, causes these microvascular complications so something known as endothelial dysfunction occurs because of this glycemic variability because of high inflammation um, elevated like uh, reactive oxygen species right they affect the endothelium which is this cell lining that is responsible for the way kind of blood molecules move around in our system into our organs, right? Um, and so the way that we reduce chronic inflammation, the way that we can reduce the amount of reactive oxygen species in our diet is not by medication, it's by what we eat, it's our lifestyle, right? And so really focusing on that. And over time, um, I believe the healthcare community is becoming more and more aware of this because even though people have a controlled A1C, on medication, right? We're still seeing people have a very high rate of complications. Mm. And so it's important for us to talk about, okay, how can I reduce that risk? How do I reduce the, the inflammation, the uh, level of reactive oxygen species, the insulin resistance, the endothelium uh, damage that I'm experiencing? That's through lifestyle change. Um, and so there was this other study um, that was done that looked at 99 people and a huge kind of age span from 27 to 82 year, years old so a really good kind of scope of the population and they compared uh you know a plant-based diet to the uh these like standard diet in the us the um, american like diabetes association recommended mm -hmm. diet um and what they found was that the people who are on a plant-based diet were able to uh reduce their diabetic medication at a greater frequency than people who were on that standard <laughs> diet right so um people on a plant-based diet were able to reduce well 43 percent of people sorry were able to reduce um their medications compared to 26 percent of people on that standard diet so it really tells you how much more effective um, that diet is at promoting overall well-being in terms of reduced A1C, in terms of reduced body weight and reduced cholesterol as well, which is a risk factor. So, you know, I think it would be helpful to talk about like why, right? Why do we see that level of change um, on a plant-based diet compared to these standard prescribed diets, right? Like why is it that a plant-based diet is so effective in terms of what you get from it? right at reducing metrics promoting overall well-being so Charmaine you're really the expert on that so I'll hand over to you yeah absolutely and I just want to you know respond on 
how when we have a lot of different medications, and that's actually something that we talked about in our last podcast about polypharmacy, that itself is another complications when it comes to diabetes because you know in polypharmacy the drug to drug interactions, the food to drug interactions, it causes a lot of problems and it does cause a lot of hospitalizations and even mortality as well. So. That is why we are so passionate in helping people actually get off medications and really rely on lifestyle change instead. And, you know, I, I like to have our audience think about this. There's, you know, let, let's say you go to a pharmacy shop, right? And um, there's this different medications for maybe this is for cough. This is for flu. This is for COVID. This is for... Um, you know, heart disease, you get to choose a lot of different medications for each ailment or each disease, but there's not one that will help everything, right? And then the thing is like each potion or each, you know, medication, I like to use potion in, in this analogy because I think it makes things more magical, but, you know, you can choose each potion for you know, one ailment, but it actually causes another disease. And, you know, of course we don't want that. But what plant-based lifestyle is, is that one special potion that helps with almost everything, with your heart disease, with renal health, with neuropathy even, and, you know, with retinopathy. Um, it really does help with everything, but it's not something that you buy. It's something that you put in your mouth, something that you eat. So, Definitely really passionate about this and I would love to dig deeper into the different areas and different complications how uh, of how a plant-based diet can help alleviate them. So just to outline the different complications that we do want to address, one of them is cardiovascular disease, that means heart disease. One is renal disease, that's a really big one. A lot of people um, with type 2 diabetes um, have to have dialysis. So how do we prevent that, right? Neuropathy, neuropathic pain like retinopathy. Retinopathy means, you know, um, neuropathy in your vision, how it affects your eyesight. A lot of people um, experience that or people that have family members that have diabetes do, um, you know, are, are very familiar about that. So these are the things that we want to cover today. So let's talk about um, cardiovascular disease first. So cardiovascular disease, let's say, you know, I, I'll say heart disease just to keep it short. It's a shorter word. Um, but that's actually something that I want to say is the easiest to reverse with the plant-based diet because we have experience in helping over 300 people reverse their diabetes and what we've realized is their cholesterol through triglycerides is usually the first to go down even within days of starting this lifestyle and so um, with cholesterol and triglycerides we all know that is uh, directly related to heart disease and with a plant-based diet because it is so high in soluble fiber it's high in fiber it's low in saturated fat and most of the time it is lower in fat as well so it actually is really beneficial and helping people um, actually reverse their heart disease, um, lower their risks of having heart attacks, and just to really improve their heart health. And a lot of times with diabetes and heart disease, that's actually one of the biggest uh, correlation that they have. Um, a lot of times people who have diabetes um, do have heart disease, but the good thing is not only does this reduce your heart disease, um, but it also reverses your diabetes as well. So, um, which is very exciting. I don't know if you want to add on to that, Galia. 
yeah, I was just going to add like based on, uh, you know, the, the, the studies that we've been looking at. So like what I think is really interesting and what's what gives a lot of hope to like people at every kind of stage, right, is that a plant based diet is preventative. Um, but it's also a fantastic intervention depending on where you are, right? So a uh, plant-based diet is preventative of heart disease for the reasons in which you shared, right? It's like, mm -hmm. a, it's a, um, it's a diet that's low in saturated fat, doesn't have excess cholesterol um, mm -hmm. in the diet, right? So it's really reducing those initial risk factors. But a plant-based diet has also been shown to be a very, very um, effective intervention for people who have um, signs of coronary artery disease, right? So it's been shown to actually backtrack right, the state of your arteries and improve um, your cardiovascular health. So I think it's it's great because it tells you that no matter where you're at, right, making any degree of change towards a plant-based diet is going to improve where you're at in your health. And I think that's absolutely incredible. And it's just a testament to how effective this lifestyle is, like I said, at any level of adoption at improving where you're at in your well-being. Yeah, absolutely. And one more thing too is, it's interesting because I, I think about how when we talk about, okay, let's, you know, let, let's say we're, we're having a conversation, so-and-so has heart disease. Oh, you know, going plant-based will be really good for him. I think it's, it's, it makes sense in a lot of people's mind because we all know, okay, red meat, like eggs, it's, you know, they're, they're high in cholesterol. It's not good for heart disease. But then when it comes to diabetes, we're like, oh, a plant-based diet, that's too much carbs. It's not good for diabetes. So I think it, it's interesting because I think we have a lot of duality in terms of what different diets for different disease. But the truth is, you know, a whole foods plant-based diet is good, not just for heart disease, but also for diabetes as well. And, you know, uh, some of the research that the scientists have found is also the uh, level of inflammation that a uh, plant-based diet can reduce when it comes to, you know, biomarkers of inflammation, right? Um, in heart disease um, and e even in diabetes, inflammation is very, very important as an indicator for us to control. And um, actually, I don't know if you want to add a little bit on that, Galia, on how research have shown that uh, the plant-based diet is really good for reducing chronic inflammation. Right, yeah, 100%. So the one of the like top markers that we look for to gauge chronic inflammation, inflammatory state in the body is C-reactive protein. And so any level of adoption in a plant-based diet has been shown to lower that C-reactive protein. And I mean, I think most people are aware that like inflammation is kind of the starting point for a lot of health issues or not just in terms of, of complications, but just how you feel right mm -hmm. on a day-to-day -day and how your body operates. And so mm -hmm. I think that is a fantastic indicator that shows you, that can quantify, right? Mm -hmm. Like how useful um, this way of eating, this eating pattern is at improving um, where you're at in your health and your well-being. Yeah, absolutely. But one thing I really wanted to talk about is also our renal health. A lot of times when people have diabetes because of the high blood sugar, it does affect their kidney health a lot, especially because, you know, when it comes to our kidney, it is, a filter, kind of like a filter for our body, right? It filters out our blood. Um, and so a lot of times because of the high blood sugar, it damages the uh, nephrons in the kidney, which 
affects our kidneys filtering function, if that makes sense. And that's why a lot of people um, end up on dialysis um, because of diabetes. And this is something that we really want to not only help people understand how a plant-based diet can help reverse diabetes, but also help improve your renal health as well. So of course, you know, with you know, if you've listened to our podcast for a while, you know that plant-based diet can help improve your insulin resistance and help you lower your blood sugar, which in turns, you know, reduces the damage on your kidneys. But at the same time, actually a plant-based diet is really, really beneficial for your kidney health. I actually, when I was a baby dietitian, um, I remember going to this plant-based conference and I was speaking to um, this renal specialist um, who's, a, who's also a dietitian as well. And she was telling me, honestly, the best diet for um, you know kidney health and renal health is a plant-based diet because it has way less burden on the kidney. It has way less acidity um, in terms of the burden on the kidney. And it's very, very beneficial uh, for people to actually try to regain their kidney function. And so that was really eye-opening to me because I think um, in the traditional dietetics industry, uh, we're taught, okay, if that person that's on dialysis, we need to be careful about potassium, we need to be careful about phosphorus. Um, and, you know, a lot of plant-based foods are, you know, very rich in those minerals like potassium and phosphorus, right? Um, and so a lot of the mainstream dietetics approach is to limit those foods that are high in potassium and phosphorus. And of course, like we we're not saying that, you know, just go ahead and eat a bunch of bananas and potatoes right now. But it's it's really about, again, going to the root cause. Let us help improve your kidney health first. Let us uh, help you improve um, your body's filter first uh, so that you can eat these foods. Right. Um, because at the end of the day, phosphorus, potassium in like potatoes and bananas is actually beneficial for you. But what's happening right now is your, your kidney having problems in processing those foods. So let's focus on improving your kidney health first. So I think that's really cool. Plant-based diet is also really good for helping people not only preventing dialysis, but also improving um, the, the outcome of dialysis and even in um, you know kidney health as well. I love that and you know in in terms again like just to give you guys like the numbers based on like research that we've looked at so like one of the studies that I found um essentially concluded that a 33 percent adoption of a plant-based diet correlates to 23 percent lower risk of of renal disease of of getting onto dialysis right of you know any of those kind of clinical <laughs> um you know complications that might arise and uh, you know the the correlation of or the findings of how useful a plant-based diet is is both observational and interventional so that is found in terms of people who follow a plant-based diet are less at risk of renal disease, but also in terms of interventions, right? So like when your renal function is tested and it's suspected that it's starting to um, decline, right? Using a plant-based diet as an intervention can help preserve the state of your kidneys and can also improve uh, you know, where you're at. So again, moving towards talking about this in this podcast, 
as a plant-based diet offers a lot of hope in terms of any wherever you're at right a plant-based diet at any level of adoption can improve where you're at yeah absolutely i love that and let's talk about neuropathy i think that's a big thing for a lot of our listeners is neuropathy mm. and neuropathic pain and um, i actually made a TikTok yesterday about that and um, so a lot of times so what is neuropathy so neuropathy is basically um you know a condition where high blood sugar damages your um nerves and so it can be of different levels sometimes it can be you know a micro neuropathy sometimes it can be you know pretty serious um but i one thing that i want to touch upon um, about neuropathy is how a plant-based diet can actually not only relieve neuropathic pain but also help regress uh, neuropathy so there's a study called the effect of rice diet on diabetes mellitus associated with vascular disease and this one is really interesting because when it comes to so uh, what the study did is they gave patients rice and fruit and a lot of people will think well like this is a recipe for disaster <laughs> for um, people living with diabetes because it's so high in carbohydrates it might spike your blood sugar and worsen the blood sugar levels which will be horrible for neuropathy and retinopathy so on and so forth but they actually realized in this study that they actually helped people regress their retinopathy and help them improve their uh, blood sugar outcome. And so I think that's really telling because I think a lot of times people will think, well, a high carb diet is not good for reversing diabetes or, or good for um, you know managing your blood sugar, but it, it actually, if anything, it helps your blood sugar and it actually regressed uh, the progression of neuropathy, which I think is really exciting. And I think why this really happens is when you see someone with a really high carb diet, why, why is their blood sugar lowering? And it's because we're actually helping people reverse the insulin resistance, which helps them um, be able to process these carbohydrates way better than ever before. And that's the reason why it really helps people not, not only lower their um, blood sugar but also help them regress neuropathy and also relieve neuropathic pain as well there's actually another study that showed um, that a plant-based diet um, they actually had people like live in a facility and they just gave them meals and it was 21 people um, and all of them experienced neuropathic pain and they've had diabetes for years but as the study um, progressed 17 out of 21 patients actually reported complete relief of neuropathic pain in just four to 16 days, which is so impressive. And I think um, that just says a lot of what a plant-based diet can do in helping with neuropathic pain and also reducing neuropathy as well. I really, really wanted to um, let you guys know this, is, we're just really reaching the tip of the iceberg uh, when it comes to the research the overwhelming amount of research of what a plant-based diet can do in helping reduce complications and improving your health and reversing diabetes, reversing heart disease and improving renal health, um, improving neuropathy. It's really just touching the tip of the iceberg. Um, but if anything, I want you guys to know how powerful a plant-based lifestyle is, not just in diabetes, but also in your 
heart health, in your kidney health, in your liver health, in you know every area of your health. So we really want to touch upon that. And if you're interested in working with us in reversing your diabetes, make sure you click the link below to apply to work with us in our reversing diabetes system. Or if you haven't finished the free training, make sure you finish the free training that we have on how we explain how we've helped hundreds of people reverse their type two diabetes and get off medications. And we're, we really truly feel like we're doing something big here. We're on a mission to change the atmosphere of diabetes and of the way that we eat. So thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good one.